0: Welcome to the Yes You Can Podcast, a soft place to land for fit pros and aspiring entrepreneurs looking for a motivational cheerleader who's been through it all and believes your best life is about being brave and tapping into your magic. Hi, I'm Hannah Pratt, an online coach and vulnerability queen. I'm here ready to share my experiences through grief, life, and finding my place on the podium to help you level up. So grab a latte and a notebook and get ready to be inspired through the Yes You Can Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to a mini episode of the Yes You Can podcast. Today is Monday. It is February 20th. It is the day that I am closing doors to Instructor Magic for round seven at midnight sharp. I'm honestly, I'm like ready to close doors right now because there's so many amazing humans inside and we're already celebrating each other, getting to know each other in the Facebook community. Um, everybody's accessing the playlists and module one, which is already live in the portal, along with all of the previous masterclasses with guest experts like Ryan Jones, Jordan from at Healthy Bunhead, and Christina Giroux, among others. So the party started. The party has absolutely started, and it's it's the coolest thing to see everybody coming together from quite literally every single place in the world. I just yesterday had somebody join from Qatar. Um, the U.S. I always shout out all these different places because I'm Canadian, and it's very, very cool to see this international community come together and like give each other inspiration based on what's trending in their areas or how people approach choreography or different songs that are are really popular. Um, you feel like your whole world expands because you connect with like-minded people in communities like this one. So that's that. Again, there is a code for listeners that is in the show notes of this episode. So if you are on the fence about joining, uh, still on the fence, like first of all, I'm with you. I like slide in last minute for things. I'm always like the procrastinator who will decide at the at the final, final hour. But reminder that I've introduced a new five-month payment plan to make it a little bit more accessible. There's the final code for podcast listeners. And um, yeah, just I'd love to see inside. I'd love to see inside. If you have any questions, DM me. Um, and if you are wanting to get on the wait list, the wait list for the next round is in the show notes as well. If you're an aspiring instructor, reminder that you can access Podium Prep and purchase that at any time. It's a self-paced course with, there's still you know a lot of support and a lot of resources, but just not the same as the cohort style that I do with Instructor Magic. So let's get into this episode because this was inspired by a question sticker I have currently up and many others that I've done in the past which is about playlisting. I always get the question, how much time do you spend on your playlists? And it sort of makes me laugh, number one, because I know that people and instructors spend hours agonizing over their playlists. And this might be the most unpopular opinion that I have or the one that might ruffle the most feathers. Like I'm kind of I've been actually been like waiting on this post because I haven't wanted to rock the boat too much. But it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your time to spend hours upon hours creating the perfect playlist. And let me qualify that. So don't take this little one like moment of this podcast, this voice clip and say, Hannah said that playlisting is a waste of time. That's not what I mean. Spending hours upon hours to create the perfect playlist is a waste of your time. And I will die on that hill. It is a waste of your time because I know that if you're doing that, you're likely not doing the other things that would be a better use of your time as an instructor. In Instructor Magic, we have an entire module on musicality and choreography and playlisting. And in that module, I teach you how to make playlists really, really quickly. That doesn't mean that we are putting them together willy-nilly and there's no strategy. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's like the people who are the best at what they do can do things pretty quickly even if that thing is supposed to take them 10 hours and they just reduce it to two hours, it's because they have practiced and become extremely proficient and become the experts in what they do. And they're extremely confident in their ability to do it really well. So instead of agonizing over whether they've made the right decision or not, they simply know what they do works and they go ahead and they do it time and time again. So when I say wasting time playlisting, I mean, analysis paralysis. I mean, you are questioning whether the right track is in the right place and you are going back on your decision. I mean, agonizing over each one. I mean, spending way too long finding new music and worrying if your playlist is unique enough and has enough tracks in it. I mean, like that level of time spent is a waste. Instead, you could be doing many other things. And I'm going to give you three tangible things that you could be doing instead. As a reminder, in Instructor Magic, we tackle this because I've had so many instructors share with me that they quote unquote spend hours or waste time playlisting. And it's like one of these pain points where so many writers have no idea that we do this and they do not care. (laughs) They do not care. We like have this badge of honor about how much time we spend on our playlist and sort of this industry joke. And I'm like, I get the joke, but I'm not in on it because I don't believe it. I think that we could be doing much better things and either spending time resting or being in like getting creative. Reading a book is a way better use of your time. And I'm getting ahead of myself here. But playlisting is not something that writers necessarily care about as much as we think we, they do. Now, Again, I'm gonna give more context so that I don't ruffle a bunch of feathers here and people think that I'm just like having these absolutes in one way or another. Riders are gonna be drawn to a certain style of music for sure. If you play pop music, they're gonna be drawn to that. If you play hip hop and they if they are hip hop fans, they're gonna be drawn to that, obviously. If they do not like super EDM y, emotional, melodic, slower tracks, and that's what you love, then they're probably not gonna be attracted to your style but a specific playlist is just a tactic within your entire brand, right? It's one thing, one very very small thing that that supports what you do as an instructor, but it's not the entire experience as a rider that you're getting. So I asked my riders to rank what they cared about most from my rides and what they appreciated most from energy, motivation to playlisting in my music. And I'm going to read exactly what they said along with a response to another question. So I asked them do you remember every single track I play in a playlist? The answer, no, I don't remember every track, usually two, maybe three wild ones that I'm mostly connected with for one reason or another. Okay. So they do not remember every single one of your 10 to 12 tracks. That is the first, that is the first truth bomb I'm dropping. And this is, this is like amplified and like repeated by lots of people in this conversation. Um, do you care when I repeat tracks? for like multiple playlists in a, in a week. Cause I ride, I lead six rides at this point, um sometimes seven, minimum five. Their answer, love when you repeat the bangers or feel good tracks that we know we will just be a really special moment because it brings back this feeling we've all felt before. I have riders who, and they probably won't admit it. They request the same tracks probably every ride. They're like, play this one. I'm like, we just played that. Like, I cannot play that again. So I'm actually like pulling them back from how much we repeat songs. Number three, I was like, can you rate energy, motivation, and playlisting in order of what you appreciate most about my rides? So two was ranked as number one, which was um, motivation. Three was the tracks and energy. So the motivation is always on point. And to to be honest, always so authentic. You're not just reading a script, but you can tell what you believe, what you're saying, or your thought about to match the track. Your delivery and timing is amazing when you do throw in the motivational messages during the track and it sure levels me up to push harder when I'm at the point of wanting to give up give in or give up I think combined 2 and 3 fire people up and create the energy so to me they're the most important so energy and and specific songs are my the top 2 out of the 3 but it's because this person feels like the music and my motivation equal energy I see energy as being something that you Create yourself. And that is based on different actions you take. It's everything from how you open the door, how you greet people, what you say on the microphone before your ride starts, how you start your first track. Like it's how you put everything together and choose songs based on their energetic output, but it's also how you create the essence that you want to see within that room. So if she's telling us not to spend hours wasting time playlisting over analyzing each track worrying about this masterpiece that people are going to enjoy. What should we be doing instead? Okay. So these are really tangible things that you can do instead. So I use 20 minutes maybe to create a playlist. That will be new tracks that I have found along with old tracks. And I do all of my new tracks in one, one time frame, one session for two hours, usually on the weekend, maybe where I find new tracks, put them in a playlist. And set them there for the rest of the week. Of course, if I come across a new track, I'll add it to that playlist. But those are my new tracks for the week. So what do I do with the other hour and a half that other people (laughs) seem to be spending on playlisting? Well, sometimes I will memorize people's names. Now, if you are already spending two hours playlisting, I want you to take an hour and a half and dedicate it to these three things I'm about to tell you. 30 minutes for playlisting. 30 minutes for memorizing, let's say, four people's names. Four people's names of people you do not know who are going to be in your ride. Spend time focusing on those people. Number two, I want you to rework a song that you have already used and choose a different cadence and a different set of choreography for that song. So you might be doing a, a track that's like 110. Take it down to a 55 and do four corners and a body roll to that and make it like a very heavy resistance-focused climb instead of an interval. If you take something normally as a climb, take it as a race. Alternatively, if you take something as a race, take it as a climb. Try to come up with new choreography to a song that people know and love and surprise them and say, we're doing this differently today. We're gonna to be doing, you know this one as a race, we're actually gonna be climbing it out and focusing on resistance. And you'll give them a new experience with the same track without requiring you to go memorize a beat drop um, or, or find a new song to give you new choreography. You can reuse a track absolutely. And I've done this so many times and just reworked it and placed it in a different spot in my playlist. Number three, I want you to come up with new themes. So you can reuse tracks, as I just said, and often the best time to reuse them is when you pull together a theme. So what things are happening in the world that you can hang your hat on? and do a bit of news jacking. Is there a Super Bowl coming up? Okay, well we just had one. Who's the halftime show performer? We have International Women's Day coming up. There was just Valentine's Day. What other days are happening in March or things that are happening in the world that you can um that you can relate your themes back to that will get other people excited. Can you brand a certain genre of music that you really enjoy playing that will give you permission to repeat those songs? Maybe you love Beyoncé so do a Beyoncé ride. Maybe you do want to do a Beyoncé versus Jay-Z ride. Maybe you want to do ultimate collabs and duets of the 2000s. Maybe you want to do 90s, 2000s or throwback. And so you can grab all of those throwback tracks that you actually love, like, like um, boys groups, girls groups, whatever, and like do like pop versus hip hop of the 2000s. Think of different themes you can do and schedule those out for the month and then post that on your Instagram or your social channel and say, these are the themes of the month, which which other ones do you want to hear? This is going to take you maybe an hour and a half plus the 30 minutes that you we just talked about to make your actual playlist for a ride. You're going to rem- memorize somebody's name, you're going to re- rework a track that you already have, and you're going to come up with new themes. These are three things that you should be doing before you spend an hour and a half on your playlist. Number 4, I'm just going to add this in, is spend time before and after the ride chatting with riders. Send them a DM maybe after the ride and thank them for attending. Thank them for their energy. Give them a genuine compliment. Finally, I would, (laughs) I said this would be three things and now it's five. Finally, focus on your motivational messages. This is going to be something that will weave and connect every single one of your tracks that you do choose in those 30 minutes together. This can be a quote that you springboard off of and use to motivate and I have, 100 different, quite literally, speech prompts for my motivational messages that's inside Instructor Magic, along with an entire playlist that goes along with those different themes. They, This will require you to, as I said at the very beginning of this episode, read, start to consume different things that give you ideas. Maybe it's just a book from quotes. Maybe it's just starting with like a low-hanging fruit, but spend time thinking about your messages and your motivation before you spend time choosing a new song that has a really good beat drop because people remember what you say and how you made them feel before they remember a track with an insane, um, I don't know, EDM beat drop of some sort. And I love EDM music, but I just mean like a great remix. We get really excited about those things, right? We get super jacked up with this cool remix. And some people will remember that, but they'll probably remember that thing that made them feel differently, think differently in your ride versus that it was a really great t- Taylor Swift remix or something of that nature. Focus on the rider experience as an entire thing instead of your playlist as the one thing that they're gonna remember because I promise you, there are so many other things that they will remember ahead and before your playlist. It's the Maya Angelou cl- quote that's like, I'll never remember what somebody said to me specifically, but I'll remember how they made me feel. The same thing. People will remember how you made them feel in your ride before they can remember exactly which tracks you played. This was the quick and dirty playlist lesson that I just had to get on today for the Yes, You Can podcast episode that is dropping right before doors closed in about eight hours. You're going to see the waitlist pop up for Instructor Magic. If you have any questions, come find me my DMs. I would love to answer them for you. And I hope to see you in this round. Also, let me know if this was helpful. A share. I would love to see you share this episode either like on Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts or whatever tag me on it. I'd love to repost you. Thanks so much for listening and have a great rest of your Monday, friends. Bye. Thanks for listening all the way to the end of the Yes You Can podcast. If you loved this one, I would so appreciate a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That lets others know that, hey, this is a good podcast and it's worthwhile to listen to. If you really loved it, make sure to share with somebody you love who could benefit from a little magic and motivation in their lives. Thanks so much, friends, and have a great day.